I'm Julie Turkowitz. I'm a reporter at the New York Times. I have been trying to understand changes in migration. So I traveled with photographer Federico Rios to the Darien Gap, this hot, mountainous, 70-mile stretch of jungle straddling the border of Colombia and Panama. We're hiking through a river, just like covered in mud. Many used to think that this route was impassable, but thousands have been risking their lives to pass through the Darien, almost all in the hopes of making it to the United States. We spent nine days hiking through the Gap and weeks building trust and relationships with migrants, with smugglers, with migration authorities to even be able to do this reporting. We interviewed hundreds of people who have made this journey to try and grasp what's making them go to these lengths to find a new life. New York Times journalists spend time in these places to help you understand what's really happening there. You can support this kind of journalism by subscribing to The New York Times. From The New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. It's Thursday, October 17th. Here's what you need to know today. So I view the situation on the Turkish border with Syria to be for the United States strategically brilliant. Our soldiers are out of there. Our soldiers are totally safe. They've got to work it out. During a news conference on Wednesday, President Trump celebrated his decision to withdraw American troops from northern Syria and argued that the conflict it has unleashed is not America's problem. Our soldiers are not in harm's way, as they shouldn't be, as two countries fight over land. That has nothing to do with us. The president went on to unexpectedly criticize Kurdish forces who have fought alongside U.S. troops for years. The Kurds know how to fight. And as I said, they're not angels. They're not angels. If you take a look, you have to go back and take a look. A few hours later, the House of Representatives approved a bipartisan resolution condemning the president's decision. With every Democrat and 129 Republicans supporting the measure. Because of this decision and all the actions and inactions that led up to this decision, we have let our friends down, we have hurt our national security, and we have ceded leadership in the region to Russia and Iran. I hope we can change our course, but I fear it may be too late. And... So on Wednesday, we learned that Fiona Hill, former top official at the National Security Council who has since left, told investigators when she testified to the impeachment inquiry that Gordon Sondland, the United States ambassador to the European Union, was potentially a national security risk because of the role he was playing on Ukraine that she didn't feel he was qualified to play. Ambassador Sondland is a really important witness that they are going to hear from on Thursday. Because of the role that he played, he's sort of at the center of this whole pressure campaign on Ukraine. Um, Also, on Wednesday, there was a big meeting at the White House between the president and the congressional leaders on Syria. You're going to hear the president say we walked out. We were offended deeply by his treatment of the Speaker of the House of Representatives. Which led to a huge blow up between the president and the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, and the other Democratic leaders where he lashed out at everyone, very upset about the fact that the House had just voted resoundingly to condemn his decision to pull U.S. troops back from northern Syria and allow what is now a massacre going on of the Kurds. So it was a really nasty confrontation. He was insulting, particularly to the Speaker. She kept her cool completely. But he called her a third-rate politician. He said that there are communists involved and you guys might like that. I mean, this was not a dialogue. 
It was sort of a diatribe, a nasty diatribe, not focused on the facts. It was clearly a blow up. The Democrats ended up walking out and the president was basically saying, see you at the polls and very indignant as they left. That's it for today. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you tomorrow. This podcast is supported by the Freedom From Religion Foundation. I'm Ron Reagan, an unabashed atheist, and I'm alarmed by the intrusions of religion into our secular government. That's why I'm asking you to join the Freedom From Religion Foundation, the nation's largest and most effective organization of atheists and agnostics working to keep state and church separate. Phone 1-800-335-4021, 1-800-335-4021, or visit the Freedom From Religion Foundation at FFRF.org. Ron Reagan, lifelong atheist, not afraid of burning in hell.